Well, we're here in beautiful Queenstown with Lee Domain. And uh, Lee's here, but his wife's not. He's suffering for God because, I mean, look at it, it's terrible. But uh, Lee and Laura are great friends of Claire and I, and we're so glad to have them share with us. We want to unpack a little bit with Lee today in terms of, you know, faith and business and, and how it's worked for you together and that, in fact, faith and business is actually not a, a dichotomy. So looking forward to sharing with you, Lee. So, Lee, you've had, a, you know, now your legacy past of Church of the Highlands, uh, you know, with uh, Pastor Chris Hodges as your leader. But prior to this time, you've had a long, you know, history in business and, and, and um, to, to lead up to this point. Can you give us a little bit about the background? What was your journey in business and family? And just to set some context sure, for our listeners. Sure. First off, this is an amazing time here, and I'm suffering for the cause <laughs> in Queenstown while my wife is uh, in Birmingham, Alabama. But um, for me, been in the marketplace about 30 years and always very entrepreneurial at a, at a really young age. Um, honestly, didn't really have a problem with taking significant risk, but really lacked a character to actually, I don't, uh, you know, to be able to believe and to be able to do and to be able to execute. But what it takes to actually achieve success is not the same thing that it takes to sustain it. And so early on in my career uh, was primarily in the automotive sector mm -hmm. and really had come up with uh, a way to purchase and basically broker products like cars, boats, RVs, all of that mm -hmm. in 1993 wow. and built an online platform in 1993. And uh, the business had tremendous success, uh, went from zero to $50 million in two years, wow. and, but really lacked the character to be able to handle that. So that, mm -hmm. that first business actually imploded wow. a couple of years later. And uh, I didn't understand uh, why. I kind of even blamed God because I was giving, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I was really giving to justify the private life I was living. And uh, God actually saw that. Yeah. And, uh, but in, <coughs> in the journey, God doesn't waste anything yeah. in your life. Mm -hmm. And so for me, my wife and I have been married 28 years. Uh, five children, wow. four boys, one girl, and, and honestly, the greatest achievement is my kids. Mm. Because if you lose that, mm. all this other stuff, really, matter. no, it doesn't. The greatest mission field is not somewhere in Africa, Mozambique, Brazil, mm. or some foreign country, mm. or poverty-stricken nation. Mm. The greatest mission field is in your own home. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about legacy here. We're talking about, you know, next generation type stuff. And yeah. for me... Uh, the early years, I really <coughs> sacrificed my children and my marriage, uh, trying to chase different things. So I would say it this way, uh, I wasn't really being led, I was being driven. Mm -hmm. And the thing about being driven is there will be a price to pay mm -hmm. to be driven. Yeah. But being driven, the legacy you're going to leave is not going to be a godly one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I really believe that the Holy Spirit actually leads people. Mm. Yeah. But the but the enemy mm. is going to drive you, yep. right? Because the goal is, is for you to outrun mm -hmm. your pace. Mm -hmm. to where it's kind of like being on a treadmill mm -hmm. and it's on full speed. Mm -hmm. how, how long can you do that for? Mm -hmm. yeah. And something's going to give. Mm -hmm. And so in, in my case, it was that first business. The second business was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I really learned from that first business failure. So yeah, tell us about that second business. So the, the first business goes from, in two years, goes to 50 million in the mm -hmm. clothes, 
um, just explore this piece and then you're feeling angry at God because you were giving. Yeah. And you mentioned that you're giving to justify the life you're living. Yeah, really I was giving, actually giving 20% of my income mm. to different causes, mm. churches, mm. pastors, just different things, mission projects. Mm. And I never, I never uh, lacked in having a generous spirit, mm. whether it was in a mm. bar buying everybody drinks, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or in the church giving money doing you know helping different projects and so I've always been very generous so I'm giving 20 percent of my income away and I look at life going okay this is all great I've invented the internet like Al Gore right the American politician so for those that don't you can google that is uh, so I'm thinking my life I'm set and I'm in my 20s uh, only to find out that I really had a house of cards you know I didn't have uh, proper things in place. I didn't have really anybody speaking in my life mm. that wasn't on my payroll. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so when that business failed, mm. and it failed due to some things that you would look upon in the natural as saying, well, man, there's nothing I could have done about that. It wasn't my leadership. Mm. Mm. It wasn't decisions that I made. Mm. But when I peeled the onion back, when all the dust settled, mm. and I looked back, it was really about my world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in my prayer time, I can remember just feeling that the Lord telling me, no, you're justifying, you know, the private life wow. you're living. You're trying to buy me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, wow. and so it then takes me on this journey. And I remember being laying in my three-story home mm. in a fetal position wow. in my bathroom crying out to God. Because wow. I'm thinking my life's over, right? My 20s, <laughs> lost my first business. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then God brings me on this journey. Because mm. probably the most important thing everybody needs to understand mm is that he doesn't waste anything. Mm. No matter where you've come from, the education you have or you mm. don't have, mm. the family that you come from, the circumstances, whether it's mm. a family that's prosperous, loving, or one that's abusive, mm. God will not waste any of that. Mm. Mm. And you've heard me say this, it's mm. the journey in life that makes you. Mm. Mm. But most people waste the pages of their life story. Yeah, man. And so I had kind of reconciled in my own heart. It's like, man, I'm not going to Egypt a second time. Yeah, yeah. And so what you know, I got, got another chance, came up with some ideas, mm. took some things that I was doing, and then uh, created a financial technology company. Because mm -hmm. really, f finances was actually the tool that, uh, financing is what sells the product, yep. right? Yep. Yep. It's just, whether it's mortgages on a home or cars or whatever. Mm. And so on that, you know, as we go here, so there was, there's, faith was always there. You had this moment that really left you in that fetal position feeling life's over, but working through it and, and uh, another business opportunity comes aware that there's this resolve in you to go, I'm yeah. going to do it different. I'm yes. not going to do it the way I've done before. Right. And so a couple of things. Number one, uh, the biggest change was really the oneness with my wife because mm -hmm. I never really honored her. I didn't honor what she thought. as like, you take care of the kids. You stay at home. Mm -hmm. I've got this. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Yeah. As long as there's money in the bank yeah. and you're living this great lifestyle, yeah. stay out of my way. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't saying it exactly that harsh, yeah, yeah. but that's how I was living it, it right? Yeah, yeah. And that's how, one, she was receiving it. Mm. So it really was uh, actually uh, breaking her down mm -hmm. emotionally, eternal, you know, inside, mm -hmm. and uh, kind of like a flower without water, just shrivels up. Yeah. And this time, that was not going to be the case. And so really started learning a discipline. And, you know, it was really, I was reading in Scripture, and it talks about how the two have become one. And so, so what that meant to me is, is when I'm seeking God mm. on my own, mm. 
and I'm blazing the trail. I'm actually doing it in half the power and strength yeah. and wisdom, mm -hmm. honestly, mm -hmm. that God's designed. Mm -hmm. And so I call it the fullness of oneness, and that's really coming in one with your spouse, mm -hmm. coming in one. And the more I honored my wife, mm -hmm. didn't she, till this day, doesn't fully understand all the business stuff that we were doing. Yeah. But she understood me. Yeah. And she had the most to risk if I blow it. Wow. Yeah. And so it's really a, a true partnership. Yeah. And so the more I honored her, the more God would speak to her. Yeah. Wow. And the more he would bless our business. And it was kind of funny. It was almost comical. Wow. Whether it was hiring decisions, expansions, acquisitions, uh, product development. Yeah. It's like, what do you think? Yeah. And it's not so much that she needed to understand the basics of yeah. what I was doing, but she yeah. needed to understand. She understood the spirit behind it, and she understood what was best for me. Mm. And it wasn't until I fully started honoring her that the business then started. I mean, it flourished a hundred times fold. Wow. And it was taking some steps of faith, you know, in that because your ego's got to die yeah. in that. Yeah. So we start the practical part of that. We'd start just praying together more than uh, around a meal. Wow. And before I would leave, I'd have her. I don't want to get kind of yeah, like over spiritual on it. Yeah. She would lay hands on me. Yeah. I said, honey, I want you to pray for me. And it was yeah. kind of awkward because yeah. yeah. she's like, you want to pray for me? Yeah. You want me to pray for you? And yeah. I said, yeah. lay hands on me. Yeah. Yeah. I said, you can speak life into me mm. like nobody can. Mm. Mm. And I said, I'm going to take a hill for you. Mm. But mm. you can also speak death. Yeah. And, yeah. and some wives can cut their guys down. Mm. Well, mm. she chose to speak life into mm. me. And it just made a big difference, not only in our marriage, but also in what real legacy is all about in your children. Mm. So I would say it this way, Peter. Mm. Most people in their life, mm. like I did in the first business, were focused on building a dynasty. Mm. There's a big difference between dynasty and legacy. Some mm. people think they could be the same and they're not. Yeah. We're all gonna leave a legacy one day, yeah. all of us. Yeah. The type of legacy we leave is really up to us. And it's gonna be tied to our relationship with our spouse. <coughs> it's gonna be tied to how we're, not only what we're doing for other people, mm. but how are we stewarding what's in our hand, mm. which is our children, our marriage, mm. and so forth. Mm. God actually only gives you authority, mm. you know, over certain things. Yeah. And it's your spouse, mm. your family, your mm. finances, mm. Um, and your children. Yeah. And then that calling that's on your life. Yeah. Mine happened to be in business. Mm. <clears throat> so though I serve as legacy pastor at Church of the Highlands, mm. that whole journey mm. was one of spending 30 years in the marketplace yeah. being a kingdom builder. Yeah, and, and, and preparing you for what yes. you're doing now. And, and I didn't see it then. Mm. I did not see it then. Mm. But to the point of God, God doesn't waste anything. Yeah. If I had not had mm. the time in the marketplace mm. and being someone, and I have a phrase that I quote mm. um, a lot called, it comes to me to go through me. Mm. And what that means is, is the resources, the relationship and everything, mm. if I hang on to it tightly, mm. it's gonna be, Actually, it's going to be uh, finite. Mm. It's going to be limited. Mm. But if I allow it to come to me to go through me, mm. it has exponential impact. Yeah. That's the least it's ever going to be, yeah. right? Yeah. And so because it's going to uh, impact others, mm. which are going to impact others mm. and so on. Mm. So for me, living a legacy, mm. but it's living a godly legacy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's generational. Mm. Um, dynasty is about self. Yeah. Legacy is about others. Yeah. Dynasty is about building an institution. Mm. Dynasty is about building a family name. Mm. You know, legacy is generational. Mm. It's about, you know, it's, it's built on relationships. You know, when you talk about laying, you know, you pray for each other and you have your wife lay hands on mm -hmm. you. Just also want to just share that, you know, that's impacted, you know, 
our relationship, you know, with Claire and I, and that influence is something that we now do, you know, before I go for the day, that we, we lay hands so on powerful. each other, we pray, and we do that for the kids, and yeah. it's so special, and we're, we're in it together. And there's a, there's a lot of people out there that um, they're not sure if, you know, there's a working partner and there's a stay-at-home partner. They're not sure how they, they connect together in, in business and in life. Yeah. Um, and there's a real practical nature of how you prayed for each other, but also how you sought Laura's wisdom and guidance and yeah. insight um, yeah. for, for business decisions. Yeah. You know? can, you, can you unpack a little bit about yeah, that? I mean, because, I, because often people stop because they go, I don't know anything about business, I can't contribute, but, but clearly that was not the case for no. you guys. No, and she didn't need to, like I said, she didn't need to understand the business side of it. Mm. So there's a direct correlation of reciprocity. It's a law. What you honor mm. is going to actually come back to you. Yeah. So the more I actually honored my wife, the more it came mm. really blessings on me. Mm. Actually, Scripture even says mm. that if you've got issues with your wife, God doesn't even hear your prayer. Yeah. Doesn't even hear it. Wow. So stop praying. Wow. And go get it right with wow. your wife or your yeah. spouse or wives get it right yeah. with your husband. Yeah. So for Laura, yeah, she's praying for me, but then God started to speak to her. Mm. And it was wild because we would do you know, going to look at a business to acquire. We're going to look at some major shift in our business. And as CEO, I'm giving direction. Wow. And, and I was not probably a good collaborator. I was more of a dictator. Yeah. You know, we all got paid well and, and I made it fun, yeah. but I had the vision, we're going this, this yeah. way. Yeah. And there's no second guessing it, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that's so, that driven. Oh, yeah, it's the whole driven part. And so yeah. as being driven, I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm being driven, but watch what happens. My wife tells me on seven occasions, mm. I wouldn't do that. Wow. I wouldn't do that. And she would say it in such a loving way. Yeah. It wasn't like she was lording over me, yeah. but she would say, says, honey, mm. I just don't have peace about that. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you, wow. but I got this. Wow. All seven times had a significant ramifications wow. for not wow. honoring her. So I, it got my attention. <laughs> so that eighth time, yeah. this was funny, yeah. the eighth time we're sitting there and she, I started having her be my HR manager. Mm. And I say that a little bit in jest because she would show up in shorts and a t-shirt and have baby spit up from have one of the kids and so she would have the last interview wow and it could be for an executive position whatever but if it was a female wow who had any access to me she was the deciding vote wow so we would have super talented people wow. with with amazing resumes you know you've never seen yeah. a bad resume yeah. right yeah yeah and so amazing resumes mm. and our whole team went through this one individual and we said, man, this is going to be, she's such a superstar talent. Wow. In comes mom <laughs> at the end. And in less than 30 seconds, wow. says, nice to meet you, and leaves. She says, there's no way you're going to hire that person. Wow. I'm like, what? I said, look at this. She says, no, 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 no. There's something going on. And later we found out it was very significant. And so she saw something that I didn't see. Yeah. As men, we're focused. Yeah, That's yeah. what enables us to be successful yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. But focus creates blindness. Yeah, we don't have perspective. We don't see. So yeah. you, who else mm. has that perspective? Mm. And, and it's our spouse. Yeah. So as I honored her, she started helping with decisions. And one of the biggest decisions of my career mm. was whether or not to sell my business, wow. the core business. Wow. We were involved in financial technology, yeah. but also involved in healthcare. Uh -huh. Uh, long-term acute care hospitals, mm -hmm. pharmacy, mm -hmm. um, you know, oil and gas, real estate. So it was quite diverse. Mm -hmm. But the, the golden goose, so to speak, mm -hmm. was the financial technology yeah. business. 
Well, we have. And how long has been running at, at, at this yeah. point? So it was a. It's ten years. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so the business has been going on ten years. Started in the basement of a rent house. Yeah. Eating a lot of I don't know if you guys have in Australia uh, Vienna sausage. Okay. But it's like spam. Oh, it's, oh, it's just spam. it's yep. you know I'm eating a lot of that. We know the spam. And uh, you know when you're an entrepreneur and a and a dreamer, <laughs> you're the last one to get paid. Yeah. And so, uh, you know. This business started and it started growing. Went from fax machine, mm -hmm. you know, the thermal paper. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Well, you probably I don't know. I, I actually yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> so thermal paper and all, and yeah. so we built start. I start building this model, and took basically a ten-day process mm -hmm. of loan origination, audit, you know, uh, risk mitigation, mm -hmm. compliance, mm -hmm. all of that through the whole funding process wow. and and lien filing and all of that, yeah. which is about ten-day process. Yeah to minutes wow. and patented it. So systematized and automated. Yes, yes, and then, and then received a patent for wow. it. So the, I'm sitting here negotiating mm -hmm. uh, with the largest player in our space. Wow. And we go for a whole year of trying to put the deal together. Yep. When I, the day I get the LOI, mm -hmm. the letter of intent, yep. there was one little clause the big number, it was a big number. Mm. And so I'm like, God's must be in that. God's yeah. always in the digits, right? <laughs> I'm saying, it's gotta be God. And my wife the whole time, mm. very softly, mm. because she carries her, well, her words are very weighty. Mm. And that really, she's got a healthy fear of God. Mm. So she's just not blabbing all the time. Mm. It's like E.F. Hutton mm -hmm. back in the day when E.F. Hutton mm -hmm. talks, mm -hmm. people listen. Mm -hmm. And so when she's sharing something, I know that it's got weight to it, mm. but she would say, I just don't think this is it. And that was that was during the the whole year. year. She's the whole to be year. excited for you. The, yes. It's the time of the business, and it's like <clears throat> I'm happy for my husband and what's going on in business, but something's not sitting right yeah. with me. And, and she didn't. She could see I was so excited yeah. because they were the big player in the market, and what it was going to be able to do is had tremendous upside. Yeah. Well, the little clause was capping us on the upside. Right. And it didn't make sense. Yeah. Because they should want us. Yeah. To blow up the numbers mm -hmm. so that because they were trading at the time on the uh, stock exchange for like 48 times. Wow. So why wouldn't you want right, yeah. the earnings? Wow. So go through this, mm. and I remember in my bathroom, mm. I said, Got this LOI, mm. and her and I start praying. Mm. And I'm telling you as I'm sitting here, the Lord spoke to us. Wow. And I don't say that like being over spiritual yeah. or anything. I'm yeah. telling you, that's what happened to us. Yeah. You can take this Ishmael. Wow. Or you can wait for my Isaac. Wow. And I'm like, and so in Bible, we know mm. Ishmael is not the son of promise. Mm. Isaac was, mm. but Abraham didn't wait. Mm. So he goes and sleeps with the maidservant mm. because he's going to become, he's going to usurp God. Mm. And he goes, I got this. And mm. so he goes create this on his own. We're still mm. dealing with that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. of the lineage. Yeah. yeah. So you have uh, this son of promise. So I'm like, when, when we heard that, it was like, I gotta, I'm killing this deal. Mm, mm. I mean, I gotta have my wow. attention. So this is, this is, you've gone the due diligence the night before, they've modified the, the deal that you've been talking about. Yes, yes. And, so, and, and Laura's been saying, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. You get down, pray together, it's still a big number. Yeah. You're still. It's a big upfront number, yeah. but it limited us severely on the upside. Yeah. But it was still a big number, which I would have done it just at that. Yeah. And, uh, so as I'm going through that, I call the guy back and I said, the deal's off. He goes, wow. what? Wow. I said, the deal's off. I said, I can't live with that. And I said, I have no peace about this. Yeah, you wow. know, I said, man, I'm sorry. Wow. But I was like, the deal's off. And he was very hot. 
He was wow. very upset because wow. they had invested a whole year. Yeah. And he says, well, that LOI is good for three weeks. So, you know, if you want to change your mind, let's put wow. the So I said, I'm not changing my mind. Wow. I said, honestly, we're going to compete against you. Yeah. And I said, we're a little guy mm. compared to you. Yeah. We're privately held, yeah. but I'm leveraging the farm and I'm going for the fence. Wow. And so I hung up the phone. Yeah. Two months later. Mm. And at this point, you're scared, right? Oh, like, am I scared? Is this listed company training well. Yeah. Uh, he's fired up. I'm nauseated. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm scared yeah. because we're going to compete. Mm. These people had public capital. Mm. I mean, they were, it was unlimited. Yeah. I mean, what they could do yeah. and yeah. they could, yeah. so, but they didn't have what we had. Mm. And uh, so I go through this, mm -hmm. but two months later, I get a phone call mm. from a guy who actually uh, didn't say who, what he did. He just mm -hmm. said who he was from. Mm -hmm. And they were a vendor of ours. So I wouldn't call him back because I said, this guy wants to just sell me some stuff. Yeah. So he's going through all of the, trying to get to me. Yeah. Right? The and lines of defense. Thinking, just leave me I was alone. like, leave me alone. Yeah. The sixth time he called, he gets my PA. And she goes, Lee, I think you need to talk to this man. Yeah. I said, he's the CEO of Walters Kluwer. Wow. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. He's not a salesman. Yeah. So, and he, it was a two-minute conversation. Mm. Hey, my name's so-and-so, I'm with Boltus Kluwer. Mm. We've been watching you mm. for two years. Wow. We want to buy your business. Wow. And we'll pay up to 11 to 12 multiple. Wow. On a so he had my attention. Yeah, he, yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, he goes, we're the largest compliance information company in the world mm. at the time. Mm. We know what you do. Wow. We, we love it, we love the model, we want to buy, buy wow. your business. Because we were so in order, because we were so clean, because we had spent the whole year, it was the fastest audit and closing in PwC, wow. Price Waterhouse Coopers, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they had ever done. Wow. That's incredible. And so roughly, I want to say 45 days later, incredible. we closed it and it was 10 times more. Wow. That is huge. Ten times more. Mm. And where the God purpose in it was, wasn't for me. Mm. My church was about to get closed down because of a building project. Wow. Right on all that time. And I thought wow. the first number was going to be the number that was going to help my church wow. finish its building. Wow. Banks were coming in and shutting down the project. Wow. Because of building costs going up. Because of Hurricane Katrina. Uh, yeah. It doubled. Yeah. It went from wow. 16 million to 32 million. Wow. And so we didn't have the, the resource to be able to do it. And uh, that church is where my marriage was restored. Wow. That church, I'm not trying to get emotional. No, no, <laughs> it's kind of hitting me. Buddy. That church is where my kids came to Christ. Mm. So it matters, mm. it's important. Mm. Mm. Um, so uh, that resource came in mm. and we were able to get the church completed. Amazing. And so what's the moral of that? Anytime there's a blessing, anytime you have a liquidity event, anytime God wants to do something, there's a divine purpose that's attached to that and it's much bigger than you and your world. Wow. And so whoever's trying to be driven, whoever's even trying to be led, there's kingdom purpose in what they're doing. And I don't care where your faith stance is. I have some news for you. You're created by God and it's for God. And you'll never answer the question a new Ferrari is not going to answer the question. Mm, mm. 
a beautiful new home in Queenstown. It'll come close, but it won't answer the question. <laughs> you know, planes, yeah. Yeah. girlfriends, mm. all the things of the world, it's still going to leave you empty mm. because you're created by God, for God. Mm. Mm. And so when you figure that part out mm. is when it answers the question mm. of the absence that's inside in your heart. Because mm. there's a lot of people that go to church mm. that are just going to church mm. to check a box. Mm. And they're no different than mm. somebody. Actually, I would have to say they're probably more lukewarm. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and Jesus was very clear. Mm. He says, man, I'd rather you be hot or cold. Mm. So what that tells me is mm. I'd rather you be either the drug dealer who's mm. being who he's being mm or be the sold out mm. believer, mm. man of integrity, mm. changing the world, mm. right? Bigger than yourself, mm. that type of deal, mm. than being in the middle. Mm. And there's nothing more miserable mm. than riding that fence mm. of checking the box and going mm. to church mm. because that's just kind of how I was raised. Yeah, wow. You know, it's a miserable existence yeah. actually. Yeah, the, the um, you know, that point I think, um, and something I've shared with you is when I, that story for my wife and I, has given us a resolve to say we want the spiritual maturity to hear from God, mm. to be able to make the decisions that, yeah. from a worldly perspective, you know, might look foolish. And and I think that could be a great encouragement from for our listeners and viewers, right? So here you are. There's a year where your mind is. It's looking like we're going to exit, and yeah. and you, you you're almost pre-spending the money. You, you, you're thinking about what the life's going to be. You're emotionally. Committed now you're not to almost. You're pre-spending yeah, the money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the night before and, the, the, you know, an element of that LOI changes. And that, that, that call that says, no, it's off. Yeah. With you and Laura, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fear to it. There's got to be some, there's, there's, part of that's got to be scary. But there's, there's also a part where there's faith in that. And, and where do you see, how do you, say, how do you see faith and fear mm. work in those yeah. times and, and what, yeah. what trumps at that time? You know, I, I think, I think f the, the emotion of fear, I think, is, is very real mm. from the perception of the individual that's experiencing it. Mm. But I looked at this and kind of from this perspective is, is my fear that's in the present, mm. is it going to outweigh mm. my regret later on life wow. for not taking yes. the chance? Yeah. And really true failure most mm. men i would say all men mm. if not the one of their greatest fears is failing mm. Mm. so it's why we get driven mm. it's why that we try to keep up with the joneses mm. right mm. Mm. it's because we we want to arrive we want affirmation whether it's from our father whether it's mm. from others our peers mm. we want to keep up mm. and that's really a trap mm. and so as i was walking down that road really it's the fear of failure mm. Mm. is not the greatest yeah, the fear of regret. No, it, it's right the here. fear of everything that you invested your life in. Mm -hmm. At the end of your life, never mattered. Okay, yeah. That's failure. Yeah, yeah. And so I refused. I mean, I was like, no, 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 I'm going to make this count. Remember, yeah. I was, uh, I had that failed for, it would always hung over my head. Mm -hmm. Not from other people, <coughs> internally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so there was a shame factor. Mm -hmm. And if I can, I want to address that for yeah, a second. Shame is one of the most wicked tools that destroys people, and this is why. Shame will keep you in repetitive sin. Wow. Shame will keep you, uh, you know, n from never fulfilling your potential. Mm -hmm. And one of my life scriptures is Isaiah 61, 7, mm -hmm. and it says a promise. Mm -hmm. 
and it says, instead of shame and disgrace, mm -hmm. my people shall inherit a double portion blessing mm -hmm. for what they forfeited. Mm -hmm. So God was telling them, you're my people. I'm going to bless you double. Mm -hmm. Other nations are making fun of you. Mm -hmm. Other nations are saying, you're, where's their God? No, I'm going to bless you. See, that's grace. Mm -hmm. That's mercy. Mm -hmm. But that's pleasing to the Father. Mm -hmm. Well, it's mm -hmm. impossible to please him without faith. Mm -hmm. So really, some people say faith is risk and all of that, and I get that. Mm. I would say this, mm. faith is stepping out. It's calculated, mm -hmm. it's not flagrant, mm -hmm. it's not cavalier. Mm -hmm. It's saying, I'm gonna pray, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be in one with my spouse, mm -hmm. it's, I'm gonna put the work in, mm. I'm gonna have a spirit of mm. excellence, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna step out the boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just stepping out the boat. If mm. you just step out the boat, you're going to sink. Mm. You're going to drown. Yeah. So it's stepping out the boat with a plan. Yeah. You know, people, there are a lot of dreamers that are out there. You hear people yeah. talking about what they're going to do. Yeah. If I could just get to this, I'll do this. Yeah. If I'm just going to, and yeah. they never get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's just all noise. Yeah. And so you've got to take the step. Mm. So when I took the step, and that first step mm. was successful, then not. Mm. I could either live in that past. Mm. But what's so awesome about God mm. is God doesn't consult mm. your past to determine your future mm. Mm. at all. No. And so thank God, mm. you know, for me. Yeah. So he's the God of the second chance. Yeah. <coughs> so I was able to, to grow from that. Mm. And uh, I've never had a problem mm. with taking risk. Mm. I have had a problem mm. with it being uh, calculated, mm. with it being in one with my wife, mm. with getting a couple of counselors. Mm. I'll challenge some people in this when they say, well, man, I got to get a bunch of people involved in this. Mm. No. Mm. You only get people involved that can help you mm. Mm. succeed or excel. Mm. I'd say it this way. Yeah. Never share an intimate subject yeah. with someone who's not qualified to help you yeah. deal with it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll see it on social media. Yeah. 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 You know, when you talk about, you know, Peter stepping out of the boat, yeah. and I think that's really interesting because you know, um, often when I hear people preach uh, about that passage of scripture, there's this big analysis of why he sunk. But we never consider that he was the only one who had the right. courage to say, call me out and I'm going to walk. We don't, we don't think, hey, what a legend. He's the only human being yeah. who has walked on water. Yeah. You know, we have a great way of analyzing the failure rather than celebrating the courage. It's great. Um, and so for you there, um, you know, and you, you mentioned that you, you don't have an issue of taking risk. And I think about the parable of talents, which 100x is based on, when it says take from that one, you know, basically who was right. cautious, um, and give to that one who risked the most. What do you see as you speak to, to people that are, you know, got a strong faith, they're building their businesses? Hmm. Do you see a lot of, do you see most people having that? courage to take that risk step or do you see a lot of people just holding back and watching and analyzing? I think it's mixed. I think it's mixed. I think you have people um, that are reckless mm -hmm. and then they go put themselves in a situation and then start praying to God mm -hmm. and then start being one with their wife and then start when there's already blood on the floor mm -hmm. rather than doing it on the front end. Mm -hmm. So it's the front end preparation that I see most people do not do. Mm -hmm. So if somebody pitches me on an investment deal. Mm -hmm they would come in mm. and most of them did not have a written plan. Mm, mm. What they had was a thought yeah, yeah. or they had a dream or something inside their mind, but yeah. it wasn't flushed out. Yeah. 
And so if it's worth it, mm. my response would always be, and I'd stop them. Mm. Mm. I said, oh, it's great. I can see you're passionate yeah. and you believe in it. Yeah. But I said, you need to put it down, to reduce it to writing yeah. and put it on paper. Yeah. And then put this together, this together. So then I started really kind of coaching them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're looking at me going, oh, well, do I really need to do that? I said, yeah. Mm. I said, you don't need to do that for me. You need to do that yeah. for you. Yeah. Because, and then so 90% of them never returned. Yeah. And, and in fact, that's kind of a, a litmus test for you, isn't it? Because yeah. Because you they need to do that, but that's a, that's a qualifier. Exactly. So it's a, it's, a, it's a vetting process. Yeah. yeah. So they don't realize it. So they're saying, well, man, he's going, sending me home to do homework. Yeah. Because I think what happens, some that they don't come back, is the ones that don't come back is because I think they actually walk through it, mm. they figured out that they don't even have mm. anything of real value. Mm, mm, mm. So they flushed it out to, mm. and they came up short, okay. which is great. Yeah. I've not only helped them, yeah. but I've also helped the potential investor yeah. Yeah. in that. Yeah. And then there's others that basically are just lazy and they're mm. not going to get it done. Mm. So I would say it's great to dream, mm. but a dream without a plan is a pipe dream. Yeah. Yeah, you need to marry that two yes. together. Yes, yes. There's, there's a part, and I'm just thinking about, you know, we've got a diverse range of listeners and viewers watching or listening right now. And for some, this is a foreign concept, right? You've, you've really tied how, you know, when, when that release comes, it's for a kingdom purpose. And you saw that kingdom purpose in terms of your church had some building needs. The cost had doubled. It wasn't due to, um, you know, poor diligence or management. It was due to a right. natural disaster. Right. And then at the right moment, you know, you had this release and to contribute to that. That's foreign for some people and this, this you embrace profit and, and margin. What would you say to, you know, some of these people where they're listening and going, they, this doesn't sit well with them, yeah, this notion sure, of sure. profit and Sure, profit. well one, I want to have more. I ask God for more than I need mm. so that I can use that more than I need. Mm to be a blessing yeah. to others. Mm. So I believe in the concept of God's model being the local church. Mm -hmm. And so I've just seen it work mm. Mm. firsthand. Yeah. And so I believe that the destiny of a pastor and the mm. destiny of a Christian business person is intertwined mm. yeah. because a pastor is going to set that vision, yeah. but the business person sets the pace of it yeah. in these ways yeah. by giving of influence, by giving of time and yeah. giving of resources. Yeah. And it's really to understand the Bible is very clear. Uh, I think on managing, it talks more about money than about any other subject, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Why? It's because the Bible is actually the playbook we need here. We're not going to need yeah. it in heaven. Yeah. So it's real clear because why Jesus knew it was going to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be an issue. Yeah. So for me, I've always, I've decided, look, I'm going to live a generous life mm. and uh, I know what it's like not to have it. I yeah. know what it's like uh, to have it mm. and it's not just giving to things that don't, uh, that have a temporal perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you look at a local church, give you an example. Mm -hmm. uh, we've planted 650 churches wow. with $6 million. Wow. Okay, look at God's model, just one second. So business people, they'll, they're gonna get this part. So $6 million we've planted mm -hmm. these churches. These same churches mm -hmm. that are in communities, mm -hmm. and I would, let me define it, a healthy local mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. Not just a church, a healthy local church that's focused on that, reaching the community. Yep. Those same churches this year will give 24 million to missions. Wow. That's four times. Now watch wow. this. This is the God factor. Mm. That same six million keeps turning over. Mm -hmm. It's no more money than that. Mm. But that 24 million keeps growing wow. and keeps happening in wow. perpetuity. Wow. 
So what is that going? That's going to help the poor. That's going to help the needy. Mm. See, God's model is not the government. Yeah. It's the church. Yeah. But that's never going to happen until a pastor and a business person come together. Mm. So what's the rub? The rub is, is that you have certain pastors that are intimidated by business people, business mm -hmm. people that don't trust or are intimidated by a pastor. Yeah, yeah. And so they live in two different worlds. Mm -hmm. So what's happened is we've created an environment mm -hmm. that we say, here's our church life, mm -hmm. here's our work yes, world. Yes. And they're not to compete against no. each other, they're to complete each mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. And so you have business people who have bad experiences because of the flaw mm -hmm. maybe of a pastor, yeah. or a flaw they got hurt with yep. someone who says, oh, I am a Christian. Yep. You know what, when, I, when somebody tells me they're a Christian, especially mm -hmm. in an interview, mm -hmm. I say, well, let me tell you my hiring practice. Mm -hmm. If you're telling me you're a Christian, <laughs> then that means that I will I expect twice the output of the unbeliever. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna fire you twice as fast if you don't get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's because you should have a spirit of excellence yeah. Yeah. on your life. That, yeah. that to me, it's not a preaching message. It's yeah. not worship music. Yeah. It's not a beautiful building. Yeah. It's a spirit of excellence. That's yeah. the greatest, most attractive thing that the church can do. Yeah, wow. You have churches on every corner. Mm. There's churches all over the place. Mm. Most of them are empty. Yeah. Because they're very inward. Yeah. So that's not God's model. Mm. God's model is to go and what? Be the hands and feet of Christ. Mm. Use words if necessary. Mm. Right? Mm. And then mm. you're able to introduce mm. them. Mm to their legacy, yeah. to looking through the lens mm. of eternity. Yeah. See, I'm driven now, mm. but only by eternity. Yeah. And so you see, with all that, you see a tremendous opportunity that comes before us, right? Yes. So you've seen a practical model when it works well. You can see where it doesn't work well, and, and really that's still just great yeah. opportunity. Because if we can truly intertwine the kings and the priests and, and right. we've, we've all got the same mission. And that, and that's scriptural, I mean, you know, all throughout scripture you have yeah. kings and priests. Mm. So priests had a vision, mm. kings had the provision. Mm. They came together, it got done. Yeah. That model's not changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's God's model. Yeah. But because of religion, mm. because of poor stewardship, mm. mismanagement, mm. excessive mm. behavior, excessive mm. lifestyles, mm. Uh, honestly just flat out what I would call stupidity. Yeah. Um, people have got put up walls. Yeah. It's like I don't want to do that. I'm yeah. not. I don't. I don't like the church, or I yeah. don't like this, or I don't like that. Mm -hmm. And they're speaking out of either a wrong perception, mm -hmm. or they're speaking out of a bad experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where does the, where does how does the Bible play a part in your life, and in, in, mm. in, in how does it shape you? Yeah. Um, I think the Word of God is what gives you the ability to see. Mm -hmm. I don't think as a believer without the Word of God, you're going to make it. Mm -hmm. Matthew 24 and 25 are very specific mm -hmm. about he who endures till the end will be saved. Mm -hmm. And I think the Word wow. of God, yeah. that, that, yeah. I don't think I need to yeah. reinterpret yeah. that. It's pretty yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. And so not only do we want to endure, mm -hmm. but the Word of God is what gives you the ability to see clearly. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. If I'm having a really catastrophic day or something's happening that's going on, could be a family member, could be my health, could be whatever happened. You get bad news, um, and where am I going to go? Well, I'll be very vulnerable with you when my wife was going to leave me in the second year of our marriage. And she's like, I'm filing for divorce, and she had every right to do it. Wow. But God. And so, and I, I don't usually get emotional like this. I have, so, I, I've got a great ability to make people yeah, cry. <laughs> yeah, like, man, okay. So she basically is like, I'm filing for divorce. Yeah. And so after, during that time, mm. 
I go on my knees because she's beautiful. She's mm. going to get remarried. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here going, you know, what's happening here? Wow. So I start getting in God's word. Wow. Well, then all of a sudden, mm. the way I was seeing the problem changed. Wow. The problem was still there. The challenges were still there. Wow. But all of a sudden, mm. the word of God gave me the ability to see it wow. and start seeing her as God sees her. Wow. And it changed my whole perspective. Wow. Then the outward side over time mm. changed. Yeah. But there's got to be a renewing of the mind. Yeah. The Bible says throughout Scripture that Jesus, I mean, he is the word. Yeah. He's the word of God. Yeah. And so, but we've got a, my mentor is a guy by the name of Bill McCartney. And he yeah. founded the, a men's movement called Promise Keepers. Yeah. Coach it's Mac. Been a, Coach yeah. Mac. And so there's been over 7 million men reached no, in this ministry. 1.5 million gathering in mm. Washington alone no, in 1997. Wow. And so he's been a, a spiritual dad to me. Mm. And he's got a saying. He says, son, you've got to be searched every day mm. before mm. you can be fed by God's mm. word or led mm. by his spirit. Mm. And he goes, because you've got sin in your life every day. Mm. So mm. this morning I'm praying, Lord, search my heart. Mm. i got issues. Mm. Could be jealousy, comparison. Mm. Could mm. be uh, greed. It could mm. be envy. It could mm. be... Uh, whatever it is mm. that I've chosen, mm. i got to be searched. Mm. And then when you're searched, you can be fed by God's mm. Word. Mm. And God's Word then will allow you to be led by His Spirit. Mm. And so it's a real critical piece. Wow. I would say that a believer mm. won't make it without the Word of God. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's inter yeah, and, and so refreshing, you know, because I think sometimes we do see it as separate and it's not. And it's awesome right. to see that. We have a lot of converts. Mm. We've got a lot of followers. Mm but we need disciples yeah, yeah. because a convert will cave in mm. when it gets hot, mm. when there's persecution, mm. when, there's, when it's hot in the kitchen. Mm. Mm. But a disciple is mm. going to go 100% yeah. all in. Yeah, love it, love it. I mean, look at the disciples in the Bible. Yeah. They basically, they were followers of Christ. Yeah. Then when Christ died and was rose, the resurrection happened, yeah. Then they became disciples. Yeah. It's a big difference. It's big, it is. And they were changed. Right. Now, there's some guys listening here. They've got, a, they've got um, guys and girls where they've got um, a fragile business that's just starting mm. up and they've got big dreams for God. And, and um, you know, this message for them is a sign of hope, right? That God can use anyone. Yes. And I know that's a message you would say. And if you could look down the barrel of the lens and actually talk straight to them and give them yeah. a word of encouragement, yeah. what would you say? I would say this. I'd say, one, you need to be faithful to what's in your hand. Don't look around you and try to compare that, hey, when, or I need to arrive to a certain place uh, before I'm going to be able to be used by God. Um, if I was never faithful during the times of eating the Spam and the Vienna sausage <laughs> in the basement of a rent house, I would have never been able to experience years later mm. the increase, the blessing. Mm. And people want that, mm. but people don't want to go through mm. what you went through to get that. Mm. And so I would say uh, embrace the process. Mm. Embrace any affliction along the way because it will produce gold. Mm. Being, if you're married, you got to get your spouse together and start bringing whatever venture you're doing, whatever your dreams or visions or what you want to bring before God, mm. you need to be doing that together. Mm. Number two is you need to be, in my opinion, you need to be planted in a spiritual family. You need to have a local church mm. that you call home mm. so that you can have people in your life. You know, I have a couple of brothers that pray for me. Mm. I have one that prays for me every day. Wow. He's been doing that for 18 years. Wow. Prays for his wife, his two boys, and then me and my five kids wow. and two daughter-in-loves now and one granddaughter, wow. you know, every day. Wow. And so you, you have to, I would call it this, it's really the king's men. And the king's men is you need to have the Holy Spirit. You need to have a relationship with your spouse. You need to have an inner circle. 
and you need to have somebody praying for you. And that inner circle is a real critical piece. Yeah. It's not allowed. Jesus didn't allow everybody around him. Mm-hmm. He only healed the people that pursued him, mm-hmm. if you think about that. Yeah. And so he had relationships with 5,000 that he fed, but then he had 70 that he sent out. Mm-hmm. But then he had 12 disciples. Yeah. And then he also had three, and he had one. Mm-hmm. Different levels of relationship, yeah. different levels of access. Mm-hmm. I would not allow people access in my world mm-hmm. uh, where I was, where, if they were a critic. There's a difference between mm. someone giving you sound counsel mm. and a critic. A critic wants to keep you boxed and keep you limited. Yeah. Someone who's giving you counsel yeah. wants you to do much better than they yeah. do. Because yeah. what I've found is people want you to succeed, but not too much. Because yeah. it sets kind of a, it, it, it really exposes where they are. Mm. So I surround myself with people that honestly, that they want me to fulfill mm. everything that God has on my life. Mm. You need to be able to do that same yeah. thing. And yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Hey, look, I want to thank you personally. I want to tell you that my life is different, that my wife and I relate differently. We pray differently. We live differently. Mm. We dream differently. You've been an awesome encouragement to the community of people here at 100X. Um, and there are stories being told that you'll never know the impact and the mm. flow on one, in, until one day in heaven. Amen. So may God bless you and enrich what you do. And uh, from the bottom of our heart, thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for your transparency and honesty to to be vulnerable and tell the story. And and in that, just help people know that uh, God's going to use everything they've done to take them forward. And 